The recent outbreak of Ebola virus in West Africa resulted in nearly 30,000 cases and more than 11,000 deaths. In response, a number of groups started developing vaccines. However, only a few have progressed to clinical trials. I'm Dr. Kirsten Patrick, Deputy Editor for CMAJ, and today I'm speaking with Dr. May Al-Sharif, International Medical Graduate specialized in Medical Microbiology and Research Associate at the Dalhousie University Canadian Centre for Vaccinology in Halifax, Nova Scotia. Dr. Al-Sharif is joining us to talk about a Phase 1 trial of a Canadian Ebola vaccine that was developed at the National Microbiology Laboratory in Winnipeg, Canada. Dr. Al-Sharif and her co-authors recently published the results of this trial in CMAJ. She is joining us from Halifax. Hello, May. Hello, Kirsten. How are you? I'm great. Thanks for joining us today. So in talking about your paper, let's get into a bit of background. In a global effort to expedite an Ebola vaccine, this isn't the only one that was being developed. Can you give us a sense of how many clinical studies of potential vaccines are ongoing and where yours fits in? Yes, there are several vaccine candidates uh, for Ebola, including DNA vaccines, virus-like particles, and viral vectors. Uh, Probably now we are seeing five to six Ebola vaccines being assessed. In terms of clinical trials, there are numerous phase one, phase two, and phase three trials, either completed or underway for the multiple Ebola vaccine candidates I mentioned earlier. I would say by now there are well over 25 different trials taking each vaccine to different levels of assessment. In terms of our study, it is one of the very first few that were conducted to test the uh, VSV vaccine. And the vaccine used in our study is among the most advanced in terms of the extent of its development and testing and how very close it is to actual application. So how does the vaccine that you studied in this paper work to provide immunity against Ebola? So as you mentioned in your introduction, the vaccine was developed at the Canadian National Microbiology Laboratory of the Public Health Agency of Canada. And as the name indicates that I mentioned earlier, it's a VSV Ebola vaccine. Um, The VSV is short for vesicular stomatitis virus, or VSV for short. And here the VSV virus is the backbone of the vaccine. When you look at uh, wild-type VSV, it's a virus that primarily infects animals, namely cattle and horses, and it very rarely infects humans. The pathogenicity of wild-type VSV is induced by its surface glycoprotein, um, and this glycoprotein is also the predominant target for immune responses when it infects um, the animals. In terms of the vaccine, the VSV Ebola vaccine is designed to exploit this characteristic whereby the uh, VSV glycoprotein gene is replaced with the glycoprotein gene sequence from an Ebola strain, namely the Zaire Kikwit 95 Ebola virus strain. What I'd like to emphasize here, because it's very important, is that the only thing that comes into the VSV is a gene sequence from the Ebola virus. So the vaccine itself cannot cause Ebola. There is no risk of getting Ebola from the vaccine at all. If anything at all, the vaccine may cause a mild reaction in humans, and that comes from the VSV virus, which is, again, the backbone of the vaccine. This swapping of the glycoprotein genes attenuates the pathogenicity of the VSV virus, while still allowing the synthesis and expression of the foreign viral antigen. And this subsequently induces the cellular and humoral immunity. And of course, this happens once it's introduced in the body. In the case of the the vaccine we were testing, that's the Ebola strain, of course. 
the vaccine virus, once in the body, continues to replicate using the glycoprotein from the Ebola to attach and enter the cells, and hence inducing immunity in the recipients of the vaccine. So prior to this study, what did we know about how well this vaccine is tolerated? Um, I will tell you about the vaccine um, and our study, that this study was one of a group of studies that tested this very same vaccine for the first time in humans. Um, so in terms of how it's tolerated, initial data came to us from the non-human primate model. In the non-human primate, the vaccine was very well tolerated, and it actually uh, was protective against lethal challenges of Ebola virus following one intramuscular injection of the vaccine. Um, the vaccine also provided in the non-human primate both pre- and post-challenge protection uh, without causing any fever or symptoms of illness, so there was no concern in that model. In terms of humans, um, there was another parallel study similar to our study that was at the time being conducted at the Walter Reed Army Institute of Research in the United States. But that study was designed as a dose escalating trial, whereas our one was a dose ranging. Both studies test multiple doses of a given vaccine. However, the design with which the doses are administered to participants or volunteers varies. In a dose escalating study, you start with the lower dose, and as you receive safety confirmation, then you proceed to the higher dose and so on and so forth. With a dose ranging study, you can also test multiple vaccine doses, but because you have predetermined safety for the doses you are testing, you can in fact um, randomize your subjects whereby you're giving all the doses at the same time, but of course you don't know because the study is blinded. So the lowest dose in that study, the Walter Reed study, was a 3 million platforming unit dose, and that was the highest dose in our study. The first study volunteer in our study was not injected till after the day seven safety data from the Walter Reed study was shared with us, and it was uh, reported as well-tolerated and raised no concerns in their study. This safety reporting, of course, offered us assurance to proceed with our study, in which we administered the 3 million platforming unit dose and two other lower doses. That's great background and evidence of wonderful information sharing. Um, what did you study in this trial and who did you include? The main objective of our study, as I said, it was among several that tested that vaccine, um, was to determine the lowest dose of vaccine virus that would be safe and well tolerated in humans and also induce a protective immune response. The doses that were tested in our study was starting with the lowest doses, 100,000 platforming units, 500,000 platforming units and 3 million platforming units. In terms of who was included in the study, the study overall recruited 40 volunteers. Uh, they were divided into four groups. Uh, one group was placebo. There were 10 subjects who took the placebo, and then 10 subjects each took the low, the medium, and the high doses of vaccine. Um, this is a phase one trial, and it, and it included healthy adults aged from 18 to 65 years old. What were the results that you found? The study really gave us very positive and very promising results. Um, we found that all three dose levels of the VSV Ebola vaccine were well tolerated by participants and no safety concerns were observed or identified by the subjects themselves. The vaccine was immunogenic um, and it elicited glycoprotein binding antibodies in recipients of all three dose levels. 
And unique to this study, the extended post-vaccination serology assessments showed that the antibody titers persisted at high levels, even as far out to study day 180 post-immunization. So you say that you didn't see any adverse reactions, but did you see any side effects or reactions to the vaccine at all? Of course, there were both uh, solicited and unsolicited adverse reactions collected. Um, What we found was that the adverse events were very infrequent, and those reported by the volunteers were mild to moderate. We also looked at severe events, um, and we did see severe events, but again, very minimal. Two participants uh, reported adverse events. One participant in the medium dose complained of headache and diarrhea, and one recipient of the high dose uh, complained of fatigue, and all three events resolved completely uh, before the study visits were over. Our arthralgia was infrequent and not severe in any of its reports, and arthritis was not reported in our study at all. Uh, We also looked at viremia, and that's virus in the blood and virus shedding. The viremia was transient, and uh, there was no detection of vaccine virus in any body fluids. May, what happens next now for this vaccine? So um, we now know from the multiple studies that the vaccine is safe and immunogenic in healthy adults. Uh, Moreover, again, because this was one study part of several, an optimum dose has been selected, and that's at 20 million platforming units of the vaccine. The next steps are to assess it in immunocompromised individuals, since these cohorts are common in areas or countries in which Ebola is endemic, and of course they are in most need of this vaccine. There is a study underway soon in two sites in Africa, as well as in Montreal and Ottawa here in Canada, to assess the safety and immunogenicity of the VSV Ebola vaccine in HIV adult and adolescent age groups. The study that is underway in Africa and in Canada, so it's four sites in total, is in fact also a study that we are um, sort of leading. Additionally, the vaccine's efficacy is also being evaluated in a phase three trial. Ultimately, of course, we hope to see it available and being used in endemic areas. In terms of endemic areas, there's another outbreak of Ebola in the Congo at the moment. This happens from time to time. In your view, could we be seeing the start of another widespread epidemic or is it likely to be contained? Hopefully, if control and intervention measures are activated and put in place immediately, they will prevent the quick spread of of Ebola virus because, because it can spread very quickly. But this time around, vaccines have been tested and can be used to prevent spread. And we've also learned from the previous outbreak how to prevent transmission. So really, as long as funding and efforts are coordinated and provided in a timely manner, this outbreak will hopefully not spread widely. And additional and up-to-date numbers around this outbreak, because I've been as curious as you following it, can be found on the World Health Organization website. Do you think there's any need for an Ebola vaccine to be available in Canada at this time? At present, and I think for a good time into the future, there's really no need for providing an Ebola vaccine in Canada. But what we do hope for is that it be routinely available to healthcare workers who may be deployed as part of medical response teams to Ebola endemic areas and should, of course, not enter these areas uh, without protection by vaccination. Well, it's a wonderful study and good to have it done on Canadian soil. Thank you for joining us today. Thank you very much. And it's my pleasure. I've been speaking with Dr. May El-Sharif, international medical graduate specialized in medical microbiology and research associate at the Dalhousie University 
Canadian Centre for Vaccinology in Halifax, Nova Scotia. To read the research article she co-authored, visit cmaj.ca. If you've been listening to our CMAJ podcasts, please leave us a rating on iTunes or give us your feedback on SoundCloud or any of our social media channels.